Thanks for tuning in to War Cry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Welcome to War Cry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And we have another amazing guest, guys. I'm truly, truly excited. We have Jacoy James of Black Women's Wall Street. And oh my goodness, this is going to be a phenomenal call. As you guys have heard with our previous episodes, wow, this is going to be fire. I can feel it. I can feel it, feel it, feel it. So I am excited to talk with Jacoy. Jacoy, if you could say hello to everyone. Hello, hello, hello. And I am going to um, ask Jacoy just, just briefly, just for a moment, tell us a little bit about herself and her business. Yes. Thank you so much, Karina. Um, as you've stated... I'm sorry. You're welcome. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, um, so as you've stated, um, my name's Jacoy. I'm um, from Dallas, Texas. I'm a single mother. Um, I have a nine-year-old daughter, uh, self-employed, and um, I am the president, as you mentioned, the president of Black Women's Wall Street, Inc., which is a nonprofit, 501c3 nonprofit organization based here in Texas. And then I'm also, my for-profit is J&K Solutions, which is business coaching and consulting uh, practice that I have here also in Texas. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And we're going to dig in, guys, a little bit more. Uh, later on in the episode to find out a little bit more about what Jacoy does. I am intrigued. You know, I always, Jacoy, I always tell people, I know there have been a few people that say, Karina, what are you doing? You're inviting these guests who, um, for the most part, are doing some of the same things that you're doing. And I tell people, Jacoy, that we can all sit at the table and eat, you know? Yes. And when I push collaboration, there are no boundaries. Uh, you know, I am one that believes that competition kills, collaboration mm. helps all of us eat. Mm-hmm. And even though you may do the same thing I do, or I do the same thing the next person does, one of the questions that I like to ask people is, is there a moat around your business? And I believe every good business owner has a moat around their business, which means if we do the same thing, we don't do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same thing in theory, people with two different characters, with two different essences, with two different spirits, which means there's going to be some type of differentiating factor. Right. So, you know, we all can eat. We can all sit at the table and eat. So I'm excited to talk to you today um, about Black Women's Wall Street as well as your business side. So I I want to get started because I'm so excited. Yes. Tell me a little bit about 
yourself and your business just briefly I know you've already given us some information but just yeah. tell us a little bit more yeah so with um with myself just a little bit um about me you know one of the things that I've always been passionate about is business um I've been also equally passionate about the fact that with me being a black woman being a single mother I've just been on a personal path to help empower other women to start their own businesses to help other women to create wealth for themselves and for their families and so when it comes to just that passion that i have myself but then also it's a god-given purpose for me to do an assignment given for me to do with myself and two other amazing women we formed black women's wall street and each of us have the the passion you know independent stories that we have background independent backgrounds but the the focus is that we want to make sure that more women that look just like us have an opportunity and through the opportunities that we're affording them by empowering them educating them and equipping them to be business owners that it can make a huge impact for themselves their families and the community and so the uh, the passion that i have the interest that i have really is just personal but like i said it's also spirit a spiritual component because i know that this is something that i've been ordained to do mm good that is amazing. You know, one thing about it, Jukoi, when we know that we've been ordained, when we've been destined and purposed to do it mm-hmm. well before the beginning of time, we know that there is no running from it. And we know that, you know, it's it, it the journey may not always be pretty. So to speak. <laughs> not at all. You know? But we know that there there are people who are waiting in the wings for us to go ahead and just step out and do that. And so I really applaud you for doing this. This is exciting. Guys, I want to go ahead. I know I normally don't do this, but I want to go ahead and let you guys know her website is www.blackwomenswallstreet.org. Again, that's www.blackwomenswallstreet.org. I normally don't do that this early, but I really, I've, I've gone through your website and I love what I see and I think this thank is you. very much needed. So we need yeah. to get that out there. Yes, thank you. So Jacoy, mm-hmm. tell us a little known fact about yourself. Something that, you know, not too serious, but most people just don't know. Well, one thing that I will tell you. So my name, Jacoy, it 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 has um it's been a blessing and it's it's haunted me. So I always tell people <laughs> <laughs> about my name. So my name, Jacoy, because you can imagine people have just jacked up my name all my life. I've been called Joko, Jaqua, Jackie. Um, but it is, um, my name actually comes from Soul Train. <laughs> you remember wow. Soul Train? <laughs> so here's the story, really brief story. So supposed to name me Roy Lee, R-O-I-L-E-I-G-H. But Thank God for Soul Train. Shout out to Soul Train. Um, Because there was a dancer that was at the scramble board and being interviewed by Don Cornelius. And when she said her name, my mom said, that's it. That's that's her name. So the day that I was born, my mom changed my name from Roy Lee to Jacoy. And when I tell you, I am forever grateful. (laughs) It is a beautiful name. I absolutely love it. I love the way it's spelled. And for you guys, 
um, that are listening, it is spelled capital J and then lowercase a and then capital C and then lowercase O-I. So that is absolutely beautiful. I love it. And I can relate as far as people (laughs) jacking up your name all your life. Yes. I've had people call me Karen, Karenna. You know, as the older, you know, and I hate, I don't want to sound like I'm being disrespectful or like that, but the older generation seems to pronounce it a lot better uh, Mm -hmm. on the the first try, you know, and sometimes I'm saying, are folks, do they listen to Mm -hmm. phonics in school? Because it's Karina, you know, and so... Um, I, I I do I feel you on that. I understand. <laughs> I relate. Oh my goodness! And yes. then You know, I'll have people that will actually pronounce it right, but then when they spell it, they leave the a off the end. Oh, yeah. you know. So yeah, I got you. I got you. So next question, Jacoy. Mm-hmm. Aside from the obvious profit motive, and I know you know a lot of times people say, well, it's a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. And which is a misnomer that nonprofits don't make money. Mm-hmm. There are some that do make money, but mm-hmm. regardless of whether it's your nonprofit or your business side, your um, actual business side, mm-hmm. what's how does your organization change lives? How does it add value to the community? Um, that's a really good question. And to your point, right, a lot of people think nonprofit because you think of the actual status or category of business entity that it is, that nonprofit means that you don't make money. I mean, I think I think what Red Cross, the CEO makes a million dollars salary. Exactly. I mean, let's OK, let's keep it real. So yeah. I received I received that, by the way. <laughs> um, so so when it comes to how does how does our organization change lives? Um, it changes lives because, as I mentioned before, Black Women's Wall Street, it is an organization that is specifically target targeted and focusing on the black woman. Um, and because we know um, there's been several studies that have shown that Black women are one of the most, if not the most highly educated demographic group that we have in, in the U.S. And so the organiz- our organization, it changes lives because we are specifically targeting Black women by empowering them to um, establish themselves as business owners. We're educating them with small business trainings. Um, We are also educating them through the financial literacy component, but we're equipping Black women to start their own businesses. And so that's going to add a significant amount of value to the community because small businesses, um, a lot of people don't know, but small businesses can be, and, and most times, depending on the city where you live, that they are the heartbeat of that city. So having small businesses in place create more jobs. And in creating more jobs, it means that you're putting money into the households of the families that need them, who then take that money and spend those dollars in their in their, in their their community. So just holistically, the what, what we're doing in changing lives is we're helping to empower women to do what they do. To, to start their own businesses and to give back. You know, Jacoy, I I'm sitting here like wanting literally to scream ah! <laughs> because you are you you are talking my language. Mm. One of the reasons why um, I push so hard as a business owner is because I've I've had this vision, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, it, it, 
God is just, I'm just going to be honest. God has given me a vision where I had, I had literally seen people within the community who are supposed to be business owners, entrepreneurs mm -hmm. that have not been told, hey, listen, go be great. Yeah. Go do this. This is one of the reasons why, and I've explained in previous episodes, you know, what go be great represents, mm -hmm. but they've not been told that they have purpose and they have destiny and, and that they've actually been given permission to do this. So they permission. sit back mm -hmm. in fear. Mm -hmm. you know not knowing what to do or how to do it and so there are thousands upon thousands of people sitting in the communities that have notebooks of thoughts and ideas right. and creativity and I believe you know and one of my mantras that I actually have on some of my flyers is we can maintain obtain and sustain mm -hmm. within our communities because you know and and i'm not saying i'm like just totally against corporate america or big business right but our communities can truly maintain obtain and sustain ourselves absolutely if we truly work together you yeah. know but we have to get out of this thing of i'm afraid to move forward because guess what because there's fear just means there's some some information that's lacking right. and so i am oh my goodness see i know i know <laughs> but but it's but you said something there though right you said a key word permission and i and, and it's that's something that just kind of irks me if i can be very transparent because i think um what happens is that people do wait to receive permission to do something yeah. right and the thing is is that we have within us it's the, the answer is already within us. Like we know what it is that we are supposed to be doing. But uh, like you said, a lot of times it's fear. A lot of times it's people waiting on permission to be given permission to do X, Y, Z. And that's not the case. Like I'm a person, you know, you can ask my family, you can ask my friends. I'm unapologetically driven. Like I'm, I'm so, you know, hashtag unbothered. That's me. Yes. Right. That's me, you know? And so that's the thing is that we really need to get out of that space of waiting on someone to give us permission. We can carve our own path. There's nothing stopping us from doing what we want to do. And it really starts with, um, it starts with two things in my opinion it starts with um changing your mindset and and being intentional that's really those two key components for me with anything that anybody wants to do is just changing your mindset and being intentional jacoy we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back we're going to continue in this vein right here because mm -hmm. you have no idea how excited i am because <laughs> i he i don't hear very many people talking like this and this is what i know to be true mm -hmm. so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back hey guys real quick interruption here and i'll let you get back to your episode be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under karina's welcoming wealth center Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, ebooks, journals, e-courses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's Warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon. Peace.
All right, we are back from our break and Jacoy was just talking about some just, <laughs> this is phenomenal. This conversation is fire already in the beginning. <laughs> so one thing that you talked about Jacoy is, um, you know, they're, they've not been given the permission of what to do when it's within them. One thing that I tell people, and I, and I believe you, you'll agree with this, is that folks are looking for, you know, I understand we don't try to reinvent the wheel, mm-hmm. but one of those things, the fear factor that's holding people back from beginning their businesses and really launching out and doing whatever it is, because people are so creative, they have no idea. Right. But one thing that's holding them back within that fear factor is also, well, I don't see so-and-so doing it and I don't see so-and-so doing it like this. And this is what I think it should be done like this, but I'm not really sure. And what I tell people, Jacoy, is guess what? You may not find a blueprint Mm -hmm. because you may be the blueprint. Right. Absolutely. You don't have to look for someone else to have done it a certain way just because you know within yourself they do it like that but this is what i see and so that fear sets in because they think well you know i didn't see them do it like this so right. i shouldn't do it. and so you are the blueprint you know what so and now i'm about to jump out of my skin on that <laughs> because you know i tell I, I say this all the time that um you're either going to brand or blend Oh my goodness. Right. So you're either going to be the model, like you said, the blueprint, or you're going to blend in. And, and something that, something else that I always say too, is that I'm really big on disrupting the norm. Oh my goodness. So you have to, we we are, we are, we are sisters from another mister. So the thing is this, is that people have to understand that, a lot of times when you don't see that thing out there, but you have that idea, you have that vision, then it's going to be up to to you to make it happen. And I'm a firm believer. I literally was having this conversation just a couple of days ago with a client. I'm a firm believer this of this, that a lot of times a thing that you've been purposed with You have to move forward in that because you don't know how many other people are waiting on you to do what you need to do. Their blessings are directly connected to your obedience to move forward in that thing that you've been given to do. And so that's why people need to understand that, oh, it's, it's, it's bigger than you as an individual, that there are people that are literally waiting with bated breath waiting for you to do that thing or accomplish that goal because they need you they need you to be the example to move forward and to be able to accomplish their dreams and so I don't think a lot of people get that let me tell you I'm sitting here I have to keep reminding myself Karina you're on a podcast (laughs) you're on you're on air you're not on the phone with your sister friend Mm -hmm. you can't yell while she's talking because other people have to hear what she's saying. But I am literally sitting here in the background, like silently yelling with my hands up and my mouth wide open as loud as I can silently. I hear you. I'm enjoying Because this is so phenomenal. Let me tell you, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Mm -hmm. I am a believer. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I, you know, there's just certain things that happen. 
2019, that is all I was guided to do. I was led to do. Be a disruptor. Mm-hmm. That was my motto. You have to be a disruptor. You have to be a disruptor in finances. You have to be a disruptor in business. Yes. You have to be a disruptor in home ownership. Yes. You have to be a disruptor of the mind. Mm-hmm. This was everything. So that's, you know, I began. So when I hear certain words, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is amazing. This is fire. This is yeah. fire. And, and so for me with disrupting the norm, right? Like I said, this is a, this is a pers- personal journey and spiritual journey, but disrupting the norm for me, because like I said at the beginning, I am a single mother mm-hmm. and a black woman who is a single mother. So when you, when you think about um, from a society standpoint or historical standpoint, people have certain beliefs about single mothers, black women that are single mothers that more times than not statistically don't produce children that will be, that will go on to be great or to have things or to acquire wealth and and have wealth. And so that's why for me in disrupting the, in disrupting the norm really is saying, what do I, what is my responsibility um, to do to help to disrupt the norm and what society says about single mothers about black women in business um i mean because we can go on a completely different tangent about black women in business and and Mm -hmm. attitudes and mindsets and you know inability to to collaborate and all of that but there's a there's a bigger um responsibility that i feel that i have in disrupting the norm on so many levels for so many different reasons and i applaud you for that you know, some of the other things that you named, um, I, I really believe, and this is no disrespect to anyone, but I believe those things will be and can be addressed by others, but there's just some folks that their mission is a lot bigger. And it's not to say that you're better than anyone else, right. but it is to say that Jacoy's mission to disrupt, it's a little bit higher level, mm-hmm. you know? And so we have to really just go ahead and say what it is that I will say that for you because I I hear the humility in you, Mm -hmm. but I will say that for you, Jacoy James (laughs) disrupting factor is a little bit bigger than some of the things that we are encountering out Mm -hmm. here. Yours is larger. Mm -hmm. And I applaud you for that. I applaud you for stepping out and taking on that assignment because truly you know, they're, the assignments that we have, they're not easy. And sometimes when we look at other people's assignment, we think, oh, my goodness, they they do that very easily. Maybe I should do that. or Maybe mm-hmm. I could do that. You have no idea. Right. You have no idea. Thank you. So, Jacoy, I want to ask you, what is the future for this type of business? What's the future for what you're doing? What does the future look like? So the future, what that looks like as it relates to Black Women's Wall Street, I will tell you that we are, again, just passionate about the Black woman and ensuring that that she gets the tools and the support um, that she needs in order to be a self-sustaining business owner. So the future really... 
this 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 nonprofit organization and and the businesses that will come from it, it will continue to blossom because we know that there are other people who share in the vision and the mission of what it is that we do. As I said before, and I haven't hidden behind it, but it's God purpose. So it has no choice but to flourish. You know, it's going to take the time, the hard work and the faith um, to see this to see this through for generations to come. Our organization really has a 20 to 30 year goal that Black Women's Wall Street will be recognized at a national level where we are producing the largest number of Black women that have started their business as a result of being a part of our organization and programs that we're offering. So, you know, our future is bright. We're looking forward to adding more people to our team to grow this into something amazing and honestly just unheard of. That is phenomenal. That is phenomenal. I love it. Uh, the next question that I want to ask, I have so many questions because this is such an amazing conversation. What do you think people are thinking as it relates to your business, but don't really know how to express it? They may be afraid. Um, you know, they, they just don't know how to, how to ask the question, but what do you think they're thinking? Um, now as it relates to, as it relates to black women's wall street or just business in general. Um, I would say both, actually. So what I would say about business in general, what people are thinking but afraid to express, um, business in general, business owners, I think they are, let's say they, they're going to a networking event. They just spent their last $5 on gas <laughs> to, mm-hmm. the network, to get to that networking event. And then in the back of their mind, they're hoping that there's food at this event because they're hungry. People, I think people are afraid to be transparent in business because business, like you said before, it's one of those things that it's a journey. It's a process. It's something that is not for um, not for the weak. It's it's for somebody that's going to be determined to see it all the way through. Um, And then I think as it relates to to Black Women's Wall Street, what people are thinking um, I think people are, I think people are really just the name itself. They're thinking, oh, wow, this is, this is profound. And so a lot of times I think people, what they're thinking is, I'm not going to touch that or be a part of that or reach out because it seems like that's something bigger than me that I can't be a part of that. I can't, can't have, have a place that I think that people are probably thinking oh this name it just seems and and it's not that it's just we want to help we we we, want to help and so um I think that people just probably think oh goodness I I can't be a part of that or or get connected to that because of whatever their limiting beliefs are wow that is amazing you know I I look and guys I want to encourage you to go to her website um, www.blackwomenswallstreet.org and just read read through the website, the story, our story. It's really amazing. And to really try to understand, you know, what they're doing here because this is so needed. I just did an interview. I was a guest on a show uh, last Sunday mm-hmm. and one of the things that I talked about was the Black Wall Street, you know, and mm-hmm. there are, you know, folks, most Black folks have heard of um, 
Tulsa, you know, Greenwood, those, yeah. but there are, there's so many more. And I, and I told the, the host of the show that there are four that I had looked into for that particular show, but, you know, we have to be able to really dig in and find out what they mean, mm-hmm. what they meant and how we can relate to them now. For instance, there's a black. There was a Black Wall Street here where I am in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, these are things. There was one in North Carolina. Yep. You know, and so because I'm from North Carolina, now living in Richmond, Virginia, I want to know about these. So yeah. I encourage and admonish you all to, you know, not to go out and learn this stuff to be to become angry, right. but to learn from the their blueprint, if you will, you know, what they laid and then begin to move on from that because it's really phenomenal when you think about it. Yes, it is. You know, so Jacoy, one question that I, I want to ask you, and I, you know, I know I've asked you quite a bit of questions, <laughs> but this has really been great. I want to ask you this question and it's, it sounds a little um, off when I ask it. And I've had a couple of people say, wait, what do you mean? So I'm going to ask a question and I'm going to explain it a little bit. Sure. As a business owner, what rules should we be breaking? So I asked this maybe about a year ago to a business owner. I was doing different types of interviews and I asked the business owner and they said, well, we shouldn't be breaking any rules. Mm. So I wanted to just kind of put it out there that absolutely there are some rules that we should be breaking. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so I want you to talk to us a little bit as a business owner. What are some of the rules that you feel like or a rule that you feel like we should be breaking? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. One thing that I would say is we need to stop looking for ways to beat the competitor. And I think you alluded to this earlier. We need to stop looking for ways to beat the competitor. And the reason why I say that is, is if you're focusing on your business, and what makes you unique, what makes your business unique, that in and of itself will allow you to stand out to new and existing clients. Because a lot of times it's kind of like in, um, in track and field, right? They'll tell you, you know, you know, put your blinders on, you know, look straight ahead because when you're turning your head and looking to who's next to you, you're going to slow down. So one of the rules I would say is that we need to stop looking for ways to beat the competitor. The other thing that I will say, and I talk about this all the time, is we need to stop focusing on the transactions. I tell people all the time is that in business, you need to be relational, not transactional. Because when you become relational, that building, properly building solid relationships the right way the money, the transactions, they will follow. So I would say we need to stop focusing on the transactional way of business and be relational. And then we also need to stop looking at ways to beat the competitor and focus on our business and what makes us and our business unique. That's good. That's good. That that, that definitely, we should be breaking those rules. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then the last question, and then I, after I ask you this question, I want you to take a few minutes to talk about um, I know you have a um, a book that it's called uh, The Single Mother's Path to Wealth. Mm-hmm. And so you can talk about that or your business um, or both, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. 
just for a few minutes after I ask, after I ask you this question, sure. what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us? You know, my my thought process with this question is, not you know, my husband and I we were driving through the mountains this past weekend, and I told him I said, you know, as I look at individuals that I'm speaking with, whether mm-hmm. they're black or white, Asian. Latino, you know, whomever they are, there's always a pulling forward of people. Mm -hmm. That is their goal, literally to pull people from the back to the front. But then at the same time, we are pulling the future towards us. Right. So there's a twofold in what we're doing because really and truly we're leaders We may not think of it in those terms, but we're leaders because we're pulling people up, but then we're pulling the future towards us. So how would you, what would you say we need to do today to pull the future towards us? Um, That's, that's a really great, great question. Um, If I had to say in short, I would say that it is being intentional. Like I said, I'm really big on that. It's being intentional. So so to break that down, what does that mean? Um, and being intentional. So if I'm speaking to a group of people that want to start their own businesses, if they want to, to um, work towards creating wealth, you know, I would say that it's going to be key and it's going to be critical that the individual makes a list and, and those lists could be a number of different things, right? But making a list of what it is that you like to do, make a list of the things that you're good at and that you're talented in. Um, as we've talked about a couple of times, you know, is about from a spiritual component, complete a spiritual gifts assessment, find out what gifts line up with what you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. You know, ask God for guidance. And then Mm -hmm. just start, literally start moving in the direction of where you feel God is telling you to go. You know, you've got to start to pay attention to everyone that crosses your path and comes into your life. You have to embrace, embrace that and understand how to make use of whoever that is that's in your life, however long they will be in your life. And, and, And in pulling the future toward us or pulling our futures toward us, you have to keep pressing forward no matter how hard it gets and don't shrink yourself around other people. Um, so, so in, you have to just be in all of those things, you have to be completely unapologetic. So you have to be intentional and, and literally sit down the same way you sit down and make a grocery list. You sit down and make a list of those things that are true to you that are important to you and, and ask God for guidance and literally start moving in that direction. It's simple as that. That is probably the, one of the best answers I've, I've heard. That is <laughs> <laughs> so Jacoy, I want to give you the floor mm-hmm. to talk to us for about 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever's on your heart this morning whether it's Black Women's Wall Street, whether it's your business side, whether it's the single mother's path path to wealth, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to talk about, what do you want to talk to us about today? What I will say is right now in this stage of my life, 
I am, um, it's, it's fun to see the journey. It's an idea, literally it just starting as an idea and just seeing where I've come, where my team has come. And so what I'm speaking to specifically is Black Women's Wall Street. Black Women's Wall Street, like I said, there's myself um, as the president of this organization. Latoya is our vice president, Festina Nkwulcha, who is our treasurer. The three of us, what we've what we've realized, and we come from three very different backgrounds. I'm from Texas. Latoya is from Tennessee. Bastina is from Nigeria. I mean, it doesn't get any more diverse than that, right? But one thing that we each have and possess is just the passion about Black women and seeing us win. Um, and you've mentioned it before that there's enough, there's enough, uh, there's enough to go around. It's enough for all of us to eat, right? Mm -hmm. And that it's important that what we do within our organization with Black within Black Women's Wall Street, it's important that we help people to understand that we have to operate from a place of abundance and not scarcity. Oh, goodness. And so that in and of itself is a huge mental shift. It is going to be a deliberate, intentional mental shift that you've got to know and understand that whatever is for you, it's for you. And so within Black Women's Wall Street, the, the, the goal behind it, you know, so our mission, if I start with that, our mission is to empower Black women who aspire to be business owners. And we empower them by providing education and small business trainings, financial literacy and education so that they can impact local and global communities. So a program that we have within Black Women's Wall Street is called Idea to Inception. Now, why do we call it Idea to Inception? Well, we understand, I understand that one of the most difficult things that a person who is moving forward to becoming a business owner is how do you take an idea and then monetize it? And so with idea to inception, we literally are holding the hands of other black women, helping them to mind map their skills, their talents, so that they can monetize it. So we go through the program of several weeks. This is gonna be like a four, four and a half month program where we will walk women through mind mapping their vision, doing the market research, creating their business plans, putting them in front of gurus and subject matter experts, attorneys, tax accountants, digital marketing, um, um, establishing and securing capital for your business venture, depending on what lane that you're in, because we really are truly wanting to create the black woman's business to where it is self-sustaining because anybody that's been in business um, knows 
that beyond the first three to five years of business, a lot of times that's where a lot of small businesses will, will, will fall away. And so what we're focusing on is making sure that they are equipped from the very beginning, literally from idea to inception, that they are equipped with the tools that they're going to need in order to be successful and self-sustaining in their businesses. And so that passion that I have, the passion that that my team has, we want to see that see that happen. And it's it's equally important that black women that are that are moving forward in this direction that they see other black women doing it so we talked about that earlier right is that people say oh i I haven't seen anybody do it and sometimes we just need you know in being the example that and, and being able to have what i'm calling our tribe of women to say listen you can do this so it's you know it's threefold with black women's wall street we're empowering you we're educating you and we are equipping you to be able to move forward in your business ventures so that once you once you've successfully reached that hurdle that you yourself can can reach back and that you can help other people. You can be the model. You can be the blueprint for somebody else that's coming after you. So, you know, for me, it's really just one of those things where um, you have, like I keep saying, you just have to be intentional. And, and with Black Women's Wall Street, that's really what we're doing. We're really focusing on intentionality. We're really focusing on the fact that it takes a village. It, it takes a tribe of women to come together to do and be great and and to not be selfish and to not be um, stingy with our thoughts, with our ideas, that it's a way to do what you need to do. And it's, it's a way to do it so that it is unique to you, but that you're also able to build relationships along the way, foster those relationships. It, those relationships that you're building, you just have no idea how it is directly impacting other people or how it's blessing them to move forward in whatever God has given them to do. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So folks, we have been talking to Jacoy James of blackwomenswallstreet.org and that's uh, www.blackwomenswallstreet.org. This has been just an amazing conversation. Um, again, I've had to literally just remember I can't yell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't scream. You know, I can't interrupt because, you know, when we get excited, especially when someone is talking our language, when they're speaking our language, when you really understand, it seems like you and I have had conversations for years now, um, but really we have not. This is literally our first time talking, Mm -hmm. but everything that you've said, you know, it's only those that know me closely know me know that this is literally my language Mm. and I'm amazed at this um you know (laughs) nothing just nothing short of amazement right now um I'm actually almost a little speechless (laughs) (laughs) well Karina I applaud you I mean this is I mean this one thing that I've learned um with 
with being with with you today is that um this is it's a very much so needed conversation we're not having enough of these conversations and especially in the black community i think that the conversations are starting you know we're seeing a trend of that where people are um, becoming more aware or woke right <laughs> but i i applaud you for taking the lead and and being the thought leader in this space um and and of course i'm all about black girl magic so for you mm-hmm. um to 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 be a black woman doing this and and shining light on on this topic um it's it's phenomenal so i applaud you and appreciate you for being in this very lane and honestly podcasts they are so addictive I, i'm i'm addicted I'm, <laughs> i don't know it's just like goodness i like this <laughs> Awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you so very much for those kind words. I really appreciate it. I always tell folks, you know, how can you help me? You can help me with encouragement, Mm -hmm. you know, true encouragement, not the stuff that's just, you know, the hype and things like that, but the true encouragement. And you have truly just encouraged me. Um, Even those times where I say, you know, it's not even worth it. Because let's face it, we all have those absolutely short, very short conversations because we know that we're destined for, for purpose. And so those are very short conversations, but nonetheless, they do happen. Yeah. Um, the limiting talks, the, the self-doubt. But I do thank you, Jacoy, for your kind words. I thank you for being on here, educating. Um, truly, this was an educational um, episode. It was an inspiring episode. I hope that it has lit the fire in those that are listening and that will continue to listen on down the road. Um, Because truly this has been um, amazing for me to just be a part of it, to partake in it. And so today we've had Jaquay James of Black Women's Wall Street. And, you know, folks reach out to her, please don't be ashamed. Please don't be fearful. Um, The warmth, and welcoming tone you can tell that it's genuine (laughs) it's not just for sales it's not (laughs) as you said just for a transaction it is true it is authentic and so i i kind of sense that there's um a lot of sternness and yet at the same time a lot of love (laughs) you know and in this point in time in the game um in 2020 with so many things going on we definitely need that we need the sternness yet the love and i think that encapsulates encapsulates what black women wall street really is um is that sternness and it's that love there's enough sternness to help push you but then there's enough love to say you know what i love you so so much so that you're not going to stay where you are and so they're they work parallel and so thank you, Jacoy, for joining us. I do hope that at some point you will grace us with your presence again on uh, War Cry Radio, Go Be Great. And I do thank you for being with us on today. Thank you. This has blessed me. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Bye, guys. So tune in uh, for our next episode and make sure you read the show notes to get more information about Jacoy. Bye, guys.
Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guest, my goal with bringing on future guests is to bring additional value for you, okay? So just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks, bye.